Yo, 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 I'm Trey Alessio of the Dawn of Entertainment alongside Brandon Ogden, the Consigliere in the iHeart Studios for another episode of the Are You Entertained podcast. We're going to break down all you need to know in music, movies, TV, and sports. Please follow us and subscribe to our channels on all the social medias. And Let's get right into it. Brandon, what up? Not much. How you doing today? A little slow today. A little not slow gonna, today. Not gonna lie. Well, what happened? Just, I mean, just tired. You're recovering from the weekend. Back hurts. We can talk about the weekend yeah. a little bit later, but no, nah, I think I'm good from the weekend. Just, just work. Yeah, yeah. Back hurts. Man, that real world, it sucks. It's getting to me, dog. Adulting, adulting. All right, let's get into uh, the Stay good in school kids. Exactly. Exactly. Chase your dreams. <laughs> That's what we're doing here. Hopefully, it'll blow up. Uh, let's get into the good stuff here. So let's start with uh, some movies and TV news. So the big news of the you, day. You're going to skip the, the Iowa State game? No, I, that's definitely uh, on the docket, but um, uh, I thought we were just later on. Bullshit a little bit. Oh, if you want to bullshit, weekend. yeah. I mean, we can talk tailgate. Is that what you want to talk about? Yeah, we can talk about oh. what you did this weekend. Oh, you're going to gun me a minute into the show, huh? Maybe. All right, go ahead. Tell so, them what I did. Well, so we took a party bus down with a bunch of buddies to, to, to Ames. Iowa, Iowa State game, yes, to Ames. A little 45-minute commute. <laughs> and uh, to start the morning off, we had a cooler, a styrofoam cooler with a bunch of uh, adult beverages and other things. Trey bought a whole fucking gallon of lemonade to put in there. Hey. And he sets it down on the bus right when we sit down. What happens? It cracks. All of oh, our so drinks go the, everywhere. You're putting the blame on me. I'm not I saying it was it your fault. <laughs> All I said was you were the last one to touch it, and it cracked. Too, and so then we yeah. had like no no rebuttal. <laughs> we had all of our drinks <laughs> dispersed in like three different people's coolers. Yeah. So that's how let's, we started. Let's, ju- this. let's just say I didn't come home with everything that <laughs> yeah, I gave away. No. Yeah, definitely not. So then then we can talk about my moment where. I was about to come back at you if you were going to gun my life. You had to to piss on the bus. About 30 minutes into the car ride, I was like, yo, I got to pee. And it's not like I can hold it another hour pee. This man said, my innards hurt. My my insides were hurting. (laughs) I had to pee so bad. So we were close to the exit side, went to the bus driver and said, listen, I'll get off. Just like, I'll catch back up with you. We're not going anywhere for a while. I'm pretty sure we were at a stop. Yeah, we were. Yeah, yeah. We were waiting to get off the exit. There's a huge line. I was like, the woods are right there. Let me. And he was like, I can't do that. He saw I had a Gatorade bottle, <laughs> big Gatorade bottle. And he was like, is it got a lid? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, all right, just go right there. So I had to just stand on the 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 steps into the bus and pee in a bottle. <laughs> the funniest so, the funniest part though, were the girls sitting across from across from us, and they're like, is he really doing that? And I'm like. I don't know this man. <laughs> Hell yeah, it was. And although this is, I will say this, about 10 to 15 people came up to me afterwards and said, I wish I would have done that. I had to pee so bad too. They're so like, I wasn't respect. the only one. I'm just a leader. That's All what right. that means. Here's so. a real question for you. Yeah. Is that your first time doing that? Not no, on a bus, not just on pissing a bus. in a bottle. Uh, no, no, I've peed in a bottle before. Damn, you're a savage. When we went to spring break. Like my senior year in high school, we were driving to Alabama. It was like a 14-hour ride. And, and you got to do what you got to do. Uh, yeah, we drove in a separate car, like just the kids and the parents were in the other car. And the parents were like, 
we're not fucking stopping. So <laughs> we had to pee in bottles. Yeah. Um, well, that ain't got nothing on shitting in the yeah, ocean. Yeah, yeah, so. I mean, you shit in the ocean, I pee in a bottle. Yeah. So we're the bathroom goers. We're the bathroom goers. Yeah, the bathroom goers. <laughs> I mean, you got to uh, do what you got to do. Yeah. So so anyway, so then we tailgate for a couple hours. <laughs> Take an Uber to someone's house. Yeah, we killed it in some flippy, some flippy cup. I think you guys killed us because I got recruited to. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. At that point, it was a stream of consciousness for me. Yes, Trevor's (laughs) floating in and out. So then we're sitting there watching the Iowa State game, and after the first quarter, I'm like, "Man, I haven't seen my man's. My man's. Where is he? Where's your man's?" I was like, "Let me go check on him." So I go to the bathroom. Laying on the floor, using Hugging the toilet, using, <laughs> using the toilet as a pillow, is my man. Oh, man, and then he disappears <laughs> and falls asleep outside on the deck. Yes, front porch, front porch. Yes, only to come back as overtime started with a bright red face, <laughs> saying like, "Hey, what's up?" Oh man. I'm a lightweight. I, 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 that's all I can say. It is what it is. But, oh, I mean, it was a good time. It was a good time uh, while it lasted. The Hawks won. That's all that matters. Yeah. I didn't do anything stupid. None of us got arrested or that, anything. That dumb, is a plus. So that is a plus. It was a good time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I don't know if I told you this after, but literally, so we make it back home. The bus, the bus takes us back to Des Moines. Yep. I get home. Literally, as I'm, as I'm getting home, my mom and dad are leaving to go to dinner, and I'm like, all right, I should probably get some food in my system. That might help me because I'm fucking tired. Like, yeah, oh, I, yeah. I am ready to pass out. <laughs> me too. And so <laughs> I go to dinner with them. We go to a barbecue place. and you know Big Al's. Big Al's. Yeah. And uh, ate about half my sandwich, <laughs> went home, tried to pass out. But may or may not have yacked it right back up. Oh man, it was bad. I missed the Notre Dame game. Ah, oh, bad. Yeah, bad how news. long did you sleep? How long did I sleep? Yeah. Um, I tried to go to sleep probably at like seven, but um, probably like eight thirty to the next day. So <laughs> damn. Yeah, I think I got. I fell asleep at like five. Woke up at seven thirty. You, you took a little power nap. Yeah, me and you Emmett, recovered. Emmett, Emmett laid on top of me. We took a little. Little father son, two and a half hour nap. Watch some college football. Emmett, Emmett is his Emmett is his dog, by the way, for yeah. the fans out yeah, there. He's, he's my pup. So. Uh, yeah. Oh man, it was a good. Time. It, it was a good time. It uh, it, it fucked me up. I, I might have to take next weekend off because I don't know if I can do that twice in a yeah, row. It so it so. happens. Uh, well, why good, don't we? How about times. we just go right into the sports? You want to do a little we're sports? Already, we're already right. in there. We're okay. About I Iowa. like it. Iowa wins the Iowa State game. <laughs> Iowa Iowa State game. Yeah. So that was, was probably I mean, one of the best Iowa State yeah, games. Yeah, went to overtime. Went to overtime, mm-hmm. a lot of points scored, pretty clean game. Did you see have you, have you heard Iowa State's quarterback talk, Park? Yeah, that dude thinks he's black. Yeah, but he's like this is going to insult a whole state. And I'm very <laughs> sorry about that, but no disrespect. He sounds like uh like a hillbilly from West Virginia. Like he he could barely formulate a sentence. The dude has like Jerry curls too. It's yeah, like weird. And he had the fattest dip in <laughs> post game. I was, like, I was yes. like, dude, why are you doing that? You're talking to reporters. Take that shit out, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. But he's he's interesting. He's a, he's I a think character. he's a good player. But like, I will say Iowa State has improved. You got to. Oh give yeah, him no, that, Iowa right? State's a lot better. I I think they'll win six, seven games, make it to a bowl game. I mean, they're a lot better than they were last year. That's for sure. I think Matt Campbell has them on the right path. Yeah, I think so, too. And I'm not a big Campbell fan, but 
he, he he's a good coach. He seems to be bringing a lot of energy yeah. to the program, and it, it's good. It's for the sake of the Iowa Iowa State game. As an Iowa fan, I don't want it to be. If Iowa wins, great. They were supposed to. If they lose, it's a national embarrassment. Yeah. That's not fun. That doesn't. That's that that kills the rivalry. So if Iowa State can get good, and oh yeah, game could maybe get it some goes national back and attention. Forth. And Hell stuff, yeah, that could be a lot of fun. So, mm-hmm. but that was just the beginning. It was a really really good uh you know day of college football yeah uh you had the and oh, this was week two week two i don't yeah. know if we talked about week one yeah, but week we one. can kind of right put the it big back one in there. there was bama beat florida state which i did pick but i also said in my college football playoff that they'll come back florida state over bama that was before the quarterback but of got course hurt. deandre francois florida state's quarterback i think he tore his acl maybe his achilles i don't know out for the year yeah, that's brutal for so them dude that's changes everything for yeah. me that makes my picks you, you, you don't stand you don't stand by it <laughs> no I can't, <laughs> right. I can't. yeah that, that'd then, be tough yeah so then michigan beat florida florida's offense man it is it's like watching a high school team if a high school team had to play a college team yeah like they just can't do anything i mean their <laughs> offense is miserable mm-hmm. all their points came off pick sixes and then made a field goal. what do you think about michigan do you think they're the real deal do you think they haven't i feel like they haven't reached their potential quite yet well, yeah i mean they're they're pretty young uh i think on our preview podcast i said they they lost 10 of their 11 starters on defense so they have a lot to replace obviously like amara their other receiver chess chesso um their tight end jake but i mean they lost a ton yeah, of yeah. really good nfl top tier talent um, but with how well Harbaugh recruits, they're just going to reload. Sure. Um, that's a big game for them. Um, you know, after watching the Ohio state game last week, I think they could easily beat Ohio state this year. Um, they're really, really athletic. They might have the fastest defense in the country. Um, it's going to come down to quarterback play with them. Spate. He, yeah. didn't, he didn't play great. That first game against Florida, he, he definitely looked good. sloppy. And he didn't play that great week two against Cincinnati. So I actually picked them to be one of my disappointment teams or my letdown yeah. teams. Um, but after watching him play Florida, they'll have a good year. I mean, I think they'll get 10 wins easy. Sure. Um, and it'll just be a matter of can they beat Ohio State and can they beat Penn State. Okay. But, I, I mean, they'll have a good year. Hartball's, I, I mean, to me, he's number two behind Saban. Um, I like that. I don't. So, I don't. I don't hate that pick. Yeah. So, it, it, I, I they'll do. They'll be good. Yeah. They'll, they'll be they'll right. win a lot of games. So, um, and then week two wise, there's a lot of big games too. Obviously, you're you're Irish. Uh, that was lost, a toughie. I, a I tough didn't. One. I didn't really get to see the whole thing. But yeah, it was a tough one. Came had, down to the end. I saw the highlights. At the end, yeah. And then the left tackle, who I guess is a stud. God, he, yeah, he, you he texted got, me. Yeah, he got embarrassed on the last play. Yeah, um, did you see Brian Kelly's post game? Yeah, he's that was such a bitch move. Dude, and how many times have I said on this show and to you personally, I can't stand Brian yeah. Kelly. He's he need, just a dick. Yeah, we need we need a fresh new face for the he's just the he, team. He, I think, but he doesn't represent Notre Dame in the proper way. Yeah, because he's such an asshole, mm-hmm. and it, and. It, and it, he just his public persona is so bad. Yeah, like people just I I don't know if it's a respect thing or if it's just like he thinks he's this hard ass. Mm-hmm. And he's not if you look at him. The the reporter asked a legitimate question. Right. She was I mean, stuttering a little bit. Yeah, but 
she was she was just trying to ask a question. And, and it was being a it was an kick. all right question. I yeah, mean, the question said, was basically does because he he came in and he's talking about how there's culture culture changes and all this, and we've uh, switched out culture uh, coaches was, right. exactly. And she's like, does this loss correlate at all? With what it felt like last year, right? Like, which is, this, is a very she, she good, basically it's was an saying, question. Is this loss going to be the snowball to your season? Exactly. Which is what happened last year? Yeah. He was like, "Ask your question. What's your question? Ask yeah. your question." No. And he's like, "This this year we only lost by one point." Yeah, and, she and then he like, just walked off. Yeah. I'm like, dude, uh, he's just yeah. And it goes back to when he was screaming at kids on like national TV. Like, yeah. I mean, screaming. Oh at yeah. The, embarrassed. That was his I mean, first, first or second, first or second week at Notre Dame, yeah. and he had to tone it back because they're obviously always on national TV, right. and so. that got some bad pub. I I don't know. I I believe in Wimbush. I think yeah, no. I think they will be okay. They, they played a really good Georgia team. Now, granted, it was their a Georgia quarterback team was with out. their backup quarterback. Um, but I mean, it's still a good team. They're really young. I didn't. Th- I thought Notre Dame would actually win that game. Um, and they had the chance. They, to. they had their chances. Uh, I mean, the season it already they already look night and day better than they oh, did yeah. last year. Hell yeah! So that's a good thing. The question is at Notre Dame, and the, let, let's kind of let's talk about this a little bit. Okay. At Notre Dame, what what's the expectation? Because I don't know. Because to me, I, <laughs> that's I, a toughie. To me, also. I have this thought process. I went to Mizzou. You started at Mizzou. I have this thought process with Mizzou and then also with Nebraska. I was just about to say, Nebraska yeah. is the same thing. Mizzou's different. They're not historically known but for pe- being right, great for at football. Being great at football. But remember the last five years, they've been to two SEC yeah. championship games. They so beat Oklahoma was, right. When, bef- right before we got there. And, and so, like, and some of it was, some of it's fluky. Yeah. You know, going to two SEC championships with, Tennessee wasn't very good at that point. Mm-hmm. Florida was rebuilding. Um, South Carolina was South Carolina. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, they were in a bad division in the SEC. Mm-hmm. What's what? And people are calling for the the new guy's head. It's his second year, and I'm like, what are your expectations? Yeah, exactly. For for Mizzou, it should be seven to eight wins, win an SEC East title every five ten years. I mean that's really yeah. they never went to a BCS game. So like what what are your expectations? Well, for Nebraska. You haven't been relevant since the 90s. Well, yeah. Relevant is a relative term, I Championship think. Championship wise, yeah. relevant. You yes. haven't been. Okay. It. Yes. Yes, I get in the 90s you were probably one of the best. You were a top 3 program. Oh yeah. Yeah. Same with Notre Dame. You were yeah. up there as the top three program. Mm-hmm. This ain't the 90s. I agree. Nobody's running that triple option anymore except for Georgia Tech, and it don't go so great for yeah. them. Okay. I mean, my heart tells me a national championship, obviously. Right. But I would say with my head that be in contention for the playoff. Okay. You That's know? fair. Is that the fair? Top 10? Yeah. I mean, I think Notre I, Dame. I think Notre Dame, to me, they should be a, a perennial top 15 program. Yeah. That's fair. I'd, I'd be okay with that. Nebraska and especially you try off to be a, Big Ten West champions in a decent bowl game and try to be near the top twenty, top twenty-five. Yeah, but Notre Dame, Notre Dame to me is different because they have the country prestige. Right. Like everybody looks at them. they they have a halfway they, decent recruiting class and they're a fucking top fifteen team. Right, they're in one the of the few polls. schools that where they have a ton of ton of tradition. Yeah, but they're also still pretty good now. Oh yeah. Um, but I don't know because that is a, that is a compelling question because right. obviously I want to say national ex- championship expectations level, are but. everything. Yeah, and so. 
and, and, and what goes with that is if Brian Kelly's not your guy, which I think we both agree, probably not. Yeah. I don't think Brian Kelly's going to be the guy that gets you to perennial championship, sure, sure. perennial top 10. Yeah. Who's out there? Well, can I, can I, right before we get to that conversation, yeah. I, I do think part of the blow up with that press conference is I think he kind of feels like the walls are closing. He feels the pressure. He, he needed that, that Georgia win. Right. That would have helped I don't a know lot. if he needed that Georgia win, but if he gets it w- that it Georgia win, better. it takes a lot of pressure oh, yeah. off. They I agree. Yes. I agree. So I, I do think he feels the end is coming. Right. A little bit sooner than he later. He sat down in that chair and it was a little warmer oh, yeah. than before. Yeah. But so now we can get into the conversation of who is out there to replace right. him. Right. Because I would have liked to have seen uh, Herman. Tom Herman. Herman but would have been interesting. Obviously, that's not there anymore. Because but. Herman's tough. Because if you're offered the Texas job or the Notre yeah. Dame job, which one are you taking? To me, it's easy. I'm taking the Texas job. Okay. Texas has. A pipeline oh, well, of yeah. high school talent. That's fair. Easy to recruit. Um, you could make the argument that Notre Dame gets their recruits and they can do it all over the country. Right, right, right. They're a little more country, like national wise. Yeah. But Texas has. Texas, Texas is Texas. probably the number two state for recruiting outside of probably Florida right now. Okay. So, I mean, that's. Texas people would not end. like that comment. But no, they won't. But, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's. I, no, that's I, fair. I, I would wager that. That's fair. probably more NFL prospects from Florida than Texas right yeah. now. So. Herman, I, Herman seems like a really – he was the hot hire. I, okay. P.J. Fleck. That's P.J. A, Fleck I, would I would like someone young. With um, energy. Energy, yes, charismatic. Right. Who can have a diversity in their offense. Right. I, but I, my problem with that is you've got to think of this as from a booster standpoint. From okay. the people that are giving big money. Mm-hmm. Are they wanting to give money to – a young guy who comes in there sprinting down the field, rah, rah, rah. Or are they thinking... A more of a traditional type guy? Not even that, that but are they thinking this ain't Urban Meyer? This ain't Les Miles or Nick Saban? This isn't a top five, top ten coach right now. Potentially, Mm. could they be? Yeah. Because that's what Brian Kelly was. Brian Kelly, I mean, he wasn't a high-energy guy, but he was the hot coach at the time from Cincinnati. Yep, yep. So, do... Do they want to follow that path again? And that's what I don't know. And that's what I I, I don't know who they get that's better than Brian Kelly yeah. right now. Um, I think they so don't they I, don't want someone who has the prestige where it's like a couple more seasons and he's past his prime. I think they want somebody who's maybe right there and is the hottest coach. Right. I just don't. I, I really no right. names are coming to and mind. That, that's honestly. why Notre Dame. I I don't want to say they're boxed in, but it's it's tough. Yeah. And Notre Dame ain't what it used to be in the sense that it's I mean, not on the every year you're number one, number right, two. Right, right. And nowadays, I mean, they're still pretty set on good academics. Oh, yeah. High character. And, I mean, Stanford's really good at that. Yeah. But Stanford's not a national championship contender every year. Yeah. Um, UCLA is like that. So, I mean, you, and it's hard. Do you, yeah. Do you care more about the prestige and – character and academics or do you care more about winning and you know being more like the sec and so what do you get what are you giving to game you know and it's hard i don't think names in a really weird spot i don't think they'll they'll ever waver the academic and the high character guy that's just notre dame um even watching that um i can't remember it was a 30 for 30 i think it might have been the catholics versus the convicts maybe but uh just seeing lou holtz and 
that was his main thing. We have to have guy guys who can that want to be Notre Dame guys, Notre Dame guys, and be good in the in the classroom. Right. Lou um, Holtz is famous for one time he said if if it came down to my last scholarship and I had to offer a guy who grew up a huge Notre Dame fan was a two or three star prospect versus five star prospect who didn't give a shit about Notre Dame. I'm gonna take the guy who gives a shit about yeah, Notre Dame. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I, honestly, they need a guy like Lou Holtz, but obviously yeah, now can just talk. Yeah. Without a list. It, it's tough. Um, hopefully they can get past this loss and have a good year. I really think they'll be okay. This is what I would. They do. always have a I'm tough gonna, schedule. Though, I'm, that's yeah. The thing. I'm going to throw out one name. Okay. That if I were Notre Dame, I would make him the highest paid probably coach in all of sports. Yeah. I'd give him any dollar he asked for. Dabo Sweeney. Oh, I thought you were going to Okay. I would if I were that, Notre Dame. I actually kind of like that. If I were Notre Dame, I would load up every every dollar you could find and say, "Hey Dabo." Well, have you been thinking of that? You? Have you have have you been thinking about that or did you just kind of pull that out cuz I really I do like that. Uh, I I've thought it. I I don't think I ever really connected it yeah. or thought about long and hard. I don't know if Dabo would ever leave. Dabo seems to love yeah. Clemson. He's got it. They're rolling right they now. Are. They're off a championship. But it is Notre Dame. Yeah. Um, I feel like also that it may you may have to find a guy who has a little bit of a connection to Notre Dame, like John Gruden. I know he doesn't want to come back and coach. Right. But that would be beautiful. Right. That'd be amazing. Um, I just I don't know. It's right. tough. It's it tough. Is. It is. But, but anyway, it's a good conversation. Yeah, Hopefully, Notre Dame can. Uh, can win some games, win right. some big ones. So, um, and then the other game I really wanted to talk about was the Oklahoma House oh, yeah. game, uh, two versus five. Um, Baker Mayfield, Baker baby. Mayfield, Oklahoma kind of it was it was a really good game actually for most of it. And then the fourth quarter, Oklahoma just took it to them and uh, pulled away with it, yeah. uh, pretty convincingly. And it bothers me. And I tweeted about it after the game. Urban Meyer is known as this offensive genius, offensive guru, quarterback guru. Um, put up points, points, points. Mm-hmm. And when I really sat back and thought about it, his last couple of years at Florida, after Tebow graduated, they were mm-hmm. bad. Their their offense was bad. Yeah. Um, with Ohio State, their offense has never really been great. Uh, Ezekiel kind of carried them. Um, they caught lightning in a bottle with Cardale Jones for three games. Yes. Um, JT Barrett can't throw the ball downfield. I mean, it's embarrassing. They they throw the ball like Iowa does. Okay. Uh, if they, if they can't throw it short, I mean, they're screwed. I yeah. mean, they they can't throw the long ball. And, and part of me is just puzzled as to this is JT Barrett's, what, third year starting? Feels like 10th. Yeah. Uh, and he still can't throw the ball. So what is Urban doing? Yeah. Is Urban losing it a little? Like, you know, even Tebow's Florida teams, they weren't great. Tebow mm-hmm. just willed them to victory. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they relied on defense. And, and so, like, Urban, I don't know. I'm just confused because this team on paper should probably be, I would say, better than Alabama because they have a fourth-year starting quarterback mm-hmm. that they've won a championship. Um, you know, they have probably the best D-line in college football. Yeah, I, Something's missing with that team, and I don't know what it is. Yeah, and it's still early. It is. It is. Yeah. But, but that offense, that passing offense should have – it doesn't scare anybody. Yeah, I would play man to man against all of their guys and say throw the ball because mm-hmm. I mean, it, and they have that last year they got killed against Clemson because they couldn't throw the ball. That's what Clemson did. They said we'll go man to man, throw the ball. Yeah, and Barrett couldn't. 
So I, I where, don't know if it's more the same or or what, but something's got to change because that you, ain't gonna get. Do you done. know where they fell to in the rankings? No, okay. I would imagine they're probably like eight or nine. Okay, I, I mean, thought it was ten, but maybe ten. I, I could mean, be wrong. They wouldn't have fallen that far. Yeah. Uh, do you think Oklahoma is gonna keep doing its thing? And I like Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, Baker Mayfield. I think they have the best college quarterback in the country, and ba- Baker probably Mayfield. the Heisman front runner. That that was my preseason Heisman yeah. pick. Um, yeah, I would say he's probably the yeah. front runner right now. Um, I picked uh, the dude from Penn State, who Penn State is Saquon killing Barkley. it right now. Barkley's haven't really too. played. Yeah, no, a lot I mean, of competition. Was but decent. Did you hear what their coach said? Yeah, yeah. You know, my dad. He threw some ultimate shade. Yeah, so he said, you know, they beat us last year. It was their Super Bowl. We beat them, and it's like beating Akron. Yeah. And I was like, damn. <laughs> my dad hated it. He thought it was Bush League, kind of a low blow. I love it. Yeah. Dude, these rivalry games, I love when the coaches take it personally and say some shit to get it riled up. Oh, yeah. That makes rivalries better. That Hell makes yeah. college football better. It just makes talk it more fun. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. And you know me. I'm a talker. <laughs> you like the shit talk. It, that's it, for so, sure. So I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah. But, yeah, no, they're rolling right now. They, they, they look, look good. They look like the best team in and the I, game. And I have to say I did uh, pick them to win the national championship. That oh, was boy. kind of a – I wanted a hot take for there a champion. Go. That was good. Um, yeah, the other game that I put on here, Clemson over Auburn. I didn't get to see any of it. Yeah, I watched but... some of it, not a ton. Clemson's defense just suffocated Auburn, and everybody was really high on Auburn, and Auburn's going to be a good team, and everybody thought that offense was going to be really good, but mm-hmm. Clemson just destroyed them. Uh, Clemson's offense isn't great. Their quarterback just, I feel like he runs every single play. Yeah. Um, so he might get killed by week seven, but. Um, and then this week we got Clemson versus Louisville. So yep, yep, that's game. right. Lamar Jackson's going to try to show out and show people. Our boy Trevon. We'll see what happens there. Yeah. Not, <laughs> yeah, not our boy, but you know what I mean. <laughs> we played with him. Yeah. He looked like kind of a beast the uh, the first game against Purdue, though. I, won't, I will yeah, say no, he's I mean, a big-ass he, dude. He's been playing well. Yeah, so. All right, uh, any other college football talk before we get into NFL? Any no, other storylines? I think I'm good. Yeah. Um, all right, let's uh, – Move to some NFL, so just some yes. quick uh, tidbits. Zeke's six-game suspension was upheld, but then a judge granted a request for a temporary restraining order to prevent the suspension. Um, so, obviously, it I'm assuming much, this made you happy. Yeah, I pretty much just delayed it. Yeah. The NFL so, already filed an appeal, so um, that's But suspension. more than likely, he'll play all the year, right? Most likely. Okay. Uh, unless if it goes really fast, there's a chance, but more than likely, he'll be... He'll be there for the yeah. whole year. And he didn't do a ton the first game, right? I mean, like did he run for 100 yards? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, All right. he played pretty well. Okay, fair enough. Um, so, yeah, that's that's a win for the Cowboys. And then a big blow for your Super Bowl pick, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <I laughs> right Cardinals, Cardinals running quarter. back. David Johnson, you and, and I, MVP boy. pick. Yeah, shit, yeah. Uh, you and I, boy, he is out for, I think, it's two to two three, three months, months, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, what was it a knee wrist wrist? Sorry. Yeah. That's, that's, that's below average. That Dude. sucks. Yeah. So that was kind of your hot take. Pick, right. Right. For those at home keeping score, I picked Florida state to win it all. Their quarterback goes out for the year. <laughs> I picked the Cardinals on just like a, they have all the talent and David Johnson, I think is the best player in the league right now. And he breaks his wrist, and they're out. He's out for the so year. Any so any prediction that Brandon makes, they're just going to fucking tear yeah. an ACL, Achilles, Should have picked the Packers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, Aaron Rodgers out for the year. Darn it. Uh, watch him get hurt next week, <laughs> yeah. then we'll know. Ooh. Um, yeah. the little B curse. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so those are kind of the big headlines. Yeah, then, um, 
Allen Robinson for the Jaguars tore his ACL on his first catch. Okay. Which Honestly, all my they looked teams. they looked halfway. De- I mean, it's no, the they, Jaguars. Yeah, they, look, they do with all those uh, when they accumulated all those draft picks. They got they got some young their, talent. Their defense is really really good. Yeah. I actually have them in two of my fantasy leagues, and they scored like twenty nine points. Yeah. Um, they had ten sacks, which is like. They Ridiculous. they could they could their be defense, the dark horse. Here's the thing: their defense is going to keep them in a lot of games. It's just a matter of can Bortles not throw up pick sixes, which so far he hasn't proven that he can. There you go. Also, they played a bad Texans team. True, true. A bad offensive. Texans yeah. Team. All right. So uh, week one, some big games. We have the Chiefs over the Patriots. That was Thursday. Um, and the ass whooping. No one really saw that coming. It was an ass whooping yeah. and. Cream I mean, Hunt broke the rookie record for most yards in a game in his like in your rookie debut. Yeah, crazy. He, he was ridiculous. And Alex I think we Smith. we talked about it. The Chiefs running back didn't he fumble Cre- on his very yeah, first? Yeah, yeah, that was Cream Hunt. Yeah, he fumbled on his first carry and then yeah. broke the record. So oh yeah, yeah. God, that's what you were just talking about. Yeah, Sorry. Okay. Alex Smith had an unbelievable game. Yeah, was, I did. I don't. Did anybody predict this? Like I it was know, crazy. Man. It was. It was an ass beating. Yeah, it was. It was. I, I threw out some other games on here. The Lions over the Cardinals. I did that because you picked them. At me, them. bro. <laughs> At me, bro. Come on. Uh, Packers over the Seahawks. Cowboys over the Giants. Vikings over the Saints. Ooh, did you see I didn't throw boy? in my team. <laughs> did you but, see AP? Uh, no. What did? No. AP like said something to Sean Payton. Oh, like I did see that Sean meme. Sean fired back and AP got real scared. I, I did tight. see that meme. That was then funny. I also, I don't know if you saw, but I tweeted out. What was AP thinking when he signed with the Saints? They're a team that throws the ball over the yard. Yeah. They have two other really good running backs. Yeah. It, it, what I do mean, you think was going to happen? Does Ingram start, or do they do kind of a they, duo back every, thing? Pretty much. Every other? Every, yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, every, a lot of people get carries, but. I don't know. What What did you think was going to happen? Yeah. That shit he, he just. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Your money, Ravens got a big money, win. money, money. The Bengals. I'm telling you, like I shit though. I, yeah, I mean, granted, the Ravens played well. But. I do think the Ravens are going to be sneaky good this year. No, I do. Too. I think their defense is really good. I do. Um, I low key, Danny Woodhead, who I, were part of my take, people. Yeah. Um, he was kind of killing it. He got hurt, yeah, and I just out, got like the notification that he's out six to eight weeks. Oh. I'm pretty sure I read that right. Yeah. Um, so that hurts. He's good. He's good at what he does. He's right. a little. Little, white, little white boy uh, running back. Yes, he's a pass catcher. Um, yeah. Jeremy I, Macklin looked pretty decent. Yes. Uh, I'm telling you, I think they'll be sneaky good. They're not going to go out and dominate teams. Right. But I think they will be good, and I was happy with their uh, performance. Also, I got to say this, NFL Sunday ticket, a glorious fucking thing. Yeah. The you Red have Zone to come, channel. You have, to, you have the Red Zone channel? No. You have to come over sometime have, and we flip, dude, because it is, it is amazing, yes. man. Yes. Um, I wanted to, but I have media comms. It's a it's a glorious thing. So, um, so yeah. Uh, how's your fantasy team doing? We can talk some. Fantasy so I'm in three leagues. One of them's a work league. I didn't pay money, so I don't give a shit about it. Yeah. Uh, I lost that one. I don't care. Yeah, couldn't even tell you he was on my team really. Um, <laughs> auto draft? <laughs> no, I didn't auto draft. But like, Emmett, my 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 son was sick. My son. Um, so I didn't really care about it. Yeah. Um, my one league with a bunch of college guys. Uh, we have 14 teams. So like. Way too many people are in it. So sure. Like your teams are all are all pretty shitty. I played yeah. Chase, who okay. we both know. Um, got absolutely screwed. Did you? Yeah. So I was down by like seven. I don't know if you saw the late Monday night game last night, but the I have the Broncos kicker. He's lining up to kick a fifty yeah. yarder, which if he makes, it, I get five points. Cut it to two, 
and then I have uh, Keenan Allen, the Chargers' best receiver. Uh-huh. They would have needed a touchdown. They would have been throwing the ball. He shanks the fuck out of a 50-yarder. <laughs> most accurate kicker like in NFL history. Shanks the fuck out of it. I sense a little butterness. Yeah, so I ended up losing. Damn. Um, but then in my other league, I had Kareem Hunt, the Chiefs running back. Yeah. Um, I had the Jaguars defense, which okay. was the highest scoring defense. I beat my buddy Dunbar um, by like 50 points. Wow. I played uh, our boss, and I would have easily won, but I didn't put in uh, Tyreek Hill for some reason. I have him reason. on the one that I won by, like, 50. Yeah, him I didn't, and he had, there. like, a 70-yard touchdown yep. um, catch. So Is that this the team that I pretty much drafted for you, dog? Yeah. 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 Good job out of you. Uh, I benched him, though. Don't you have Le'Veon? I have Le'Veon. He sucked. Yeah, he and then bad. I have Zeke. But obviously, oh, yeah, I, did I didn't. I didn't. I didn't play him because oh. I, didn't, I didn't put him. I didn't. Fit, I didn't change it in time. When did you got the two got best the running backs in the league? I know. I know. I told you. I, what did I say? You're like. I know. Should I really take Zeke this early? I'm like, yes. He will not be suspended that long. Even and if, yeah, he I got you, he dog. got me like 14 or what 14, 18 points, something like that. But he was on the yeah. bench, so I have both of those guys on the bench and. Uh, Oh yeah, the, my the dude I was going against, he was uh he had digs from Minnesota so who had a digs, huge night. Yeah. So yeah, it was pretty brutal. I should have won. But I did win our uh our work pool for like pickums. So I got some money did you on that one. All the games? We or uh, was it survivor? My my dad made it and right. uh it wasn't survivor, it was just all the games. For some stupid reason though, he didn't pick like he left like a couple games out. I don't know why. We picked like one college game and then uh, all of the NFL games. Yeah, but yeah. I won it, so I was that feeling won. pretty good this morning. My survivor team won. I'm in one with like. Well, who'd you pick the first week? I picked the Steelers. I picked the Bills. Yeah, I had the Bills, but who did I, I did. pick this week? I picked the Raiders this week. Raiders. They play the Jets. So if anybody's in the survivor pool, I feel like I, they play the Jets. I feel like I might have played the Raiders. Yeah, yeah. but. They're like I feel like they're gonna kind of be good, so you might want to wait for yeah. them till the end. So it's kind of all strategy yeah, so, how you want to well, do it. Yeah. But. So in mine, you can actually pick as many te- the same oh, team multiple okay. times. See, mine is you pick them right. once and they're done. Right. I would still load up. Here's the thing: don't save so many teams at the end that once you like that you pick an average team yeah. now and then you get knocked out. Exactly. Pick for sure winners. Let other people knock themselves out. Okay. I like the strategy. Um. Okay, yeah, we have to talk about this because it was hilarious. Sergio? Sergio. Oh, dip. my man, Sergio had a rough What are your night. thoughts on that, oh, man? Oh, dude. So you've seen the Ball State guy, right? The boom goes the dynamite yeah. guy? Yeah. Dude, it was that, but on national TV in front of millions of people. Yeah, that it was, was horrible. So what the hell is ESPN like, thinking? And he's right behind me, excited. He's, he's on the screen. Yeah, did I ever show you the video of the guy who went around to the Lakers championship and like, yes, awkwardly yes, interviewed yes. people? It was, that like was kind of like that. But that guy did it like... <laughs> Willingly, like as yeah. a joke. Yes. Oh my god, that was. But then, dude, that the, was embarrassing. The weirdest part, though, did you, I? I think he might have deleted it because I was looking at his Twitter. First of all, this morning he tweeted like in a fucking weird apology thing. Threw in some nine eleven shit. He's like, I came, I came in this country nine oh, eleven, and coming up as a minority and all the shit. Like, if you would have taken on the joke and gone with it, yeah, it would have been funny. You gotta let it ride, man. But and then also, and I don't know if this was just a joke or if he got hacked or something, but he also tweeted a picture of him Googling how to handle fame. <laughs> I was, funny. I was also, dying. Also, you just remind me of my topic for political minutes, so thank you. Okay, yeah. Well, 
I do have this in the uh, random section that we'll include with Apple, but I think I might know what you're talking about. If it's but about, we'll get, we'll if get it's to about it. liking something on Twitter, <laughs> yes. save that shit. Yes, dog. all right, I'll save it. That's hilarious. But uh, yeah, so Sergio Dip was, uh, I was dying when yeah, I saw that. that. I cannot believe they put that on national TV. Um, just for the sake of time, let's skip some MLB talk unless you have something yeah. kind of quick. Uh, the Nationals won the NL East. Oh, they clinched it? Yeah. The Dodgers have lost like 15 to 16 games. Damn. Okay. All right. Um, Another big little storyline that came out today, the Lakers will retire both number eight and number 24 for Kobe. Yeah. Two things. One, it's weird that they're retiring both. Pick one. Yeah. Um, Number two, they're retiring them when they play against the Warriors. So people are going to come watch that game and then watch the Warriors beat them by like 100. Yeah. That'll be funny. That was weird. All right, let's uh, move into some movie and TVs. There's a lot to talk about in this one, Um, and I had to add a little bit because I thought it was a cool thing. Big news of the day, Star Wars. So we'll start with the... Ooh, I like it. That's pretty good. Gives me goosebumps, baby. Uh, Let's start with the kind of untimely news bit, and then we'll get into the timely that broke today. So... Uh, Colin uh, um, Trevorrow, I think it is, exits Star Wars Episode Nine. Uh, They apparently mutually agreed to part ways since their visions did not, uh, for the project, differed. And uh, I just put it in a little tidbit. Remember that Rogue One had the reshoots, and then Han Solo also fired its original directors for Ron Howard. Um, So these big movie things, a lot of shit happens behind the scenes. It's Everybody just, relax. It's just bigger that right. it's Star Wars right. and that it's a big studio right. and all that. Um, but the thing that broke today, J.J. Abrams, the man that wrote and directed Force Awakens, Force Awakens is now going to do Episode Nine. And they also came out and said the release date is now set for December 20th. I think it was originally slated for um, May, the summer, I think. Could I thought, be wrong. I thought it was November, but yeah. it maybe maybe it was November. I could be wrong there. Uh, but it's uh, now slated for December twentieth, twenty nineteen. And this is one thing I didn't put on the doc, but I wanted to uh, say in here that is one week after Wonder Woman two. So does that affect it at all? Do you think? Because no, Star Wars will just blow it out of the water. I think it will too. But uh, low key, I mean, I don't want to be an asshole, uh, sexist dude, but I think the feminist and you know they'll show out because Wonder Woman did absolute big numbers oh, yeah, no, in uh, the absolutely. summer. Granted, it was the it came out that it was the worst summer box office in two decades, but right. I do think that there is a strong fan base for no, Wonder Woman. Yeah, no. So it'll be right. interesting to see how it affects Star Wars. But there I do is. think Star Wars obviously has right there is multiple decades on Wonder Woman. Right there, there is a big following for it, but nothing is bigger. In cinema history than Star Wars. I agree. I agree. I just wanted to throw that in there to see if you would think it would. Um, uh, I mean, it might it take some, but I don't think it'll have yeah. that much. Of we'll just go see them both. Fuck Plus, it. at that point, Ray will be probably the big main character in Star Wars, so the feminists Mo- can go see Ray. Most most likely. Most likely. All right. So um, my and question. That wasn't a dig at feminists. We love you all. We we lo- we love everybody. Everybody love everybody. Um, so my question to you is, are you excited about this switch to J.J. Abrams? Yes. Yeah, so we texted, and I think the thing we both agreed on was we like that there's some cohesiveness. Yes. yes. That was the one thing that really worried me when we, they announced the plan for this all was 
three different directors yeah. for three different movies. And I remember it came out that J.J. said he wished he, he could have. Yes. Right. He regretted it. Um, and I was like, damn, I, after Force Awakens, I wish he would have yeah. done all of them. Yeah. Um, so I, th- I think it's good that he'll get the first one and the last one. Mm. Um, you know, he can kind of wrap things up that he thought in his mind were big. Yeah. Um, and now he also, if eight doesn't go the way he exactly wants it or sees it, he can tie in more of what he thought. Yeah. What he wanted to come to fruition with that though. I do. I think I read today that he signed on as a co-chair for episode eight. So he'll have a little say into it. It'll here's another interesting. And I don't know. He's co-writing nine. So I don't know who the other co-writer is, but I would assume, I did not write it, but um, I saw it. I think it might be from. It was from a just maybe Justice League okay. that they pulled the writer from. I can't remember. Uh, don't quote me on that. But uh, one thing I do want to talk about a little is it'll be interesting to see how J.J. Abrams because I not not I don't want to say the flack that he got, but some of the criticism that he got for a for, the Force Awakens was that it paralleled almost four. Yeah, A New Hope. Not exactly, but it, it did a lot. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how he mix it, mixes more it up. Creative. Yeah, how he mixes it up and differs from the original trilogy right. with this episode nine. Um, I think we're going to get we're, a lot of questions are going to be answered with episode eight with The Last Jedi coming right. this December. And I'm so fucking excited for it. Cannot wait. Uh, but it'll be really – I'm excited that J.J. is on because right. obviously we just said that he wanted to be on 8. He regretted that he didn't, and uh, now he does have some say in it, and now it'll be cool to see him put a bow on it all. I agree. Um, so I th- honestly, I think it's the best thing they could have done. I agree. Because like we said, it was the, the cohesion will be better. Um, I think this is a thing that Marvel is amazing at. They, yep. they, yep. they yep. get the Russo brothers, and right. they – is- they don't do every Marvel movie, but they do the big ones. They, they, I think or they did Favreau. Ca- yeah, think Favreau or Favreau's great too. He's an Iron Man guy, but uh, I think he helps with all the Avenger movies. Yeah, yeah. It's just it. It'll put a nice bow on it in my mind. Right. I, th- I think it was the perfect thing that they could have. And, done. and it kind of goes back to that long discussion we had a couple weeks ago about Justice League and in oh yeah DC and all that riveting discussion um, with how. Um, when it's not all tied together, when it's all, when it's all over the place, that's how the movies struggle. That's yeah. how not movies, but like series and um, like franchises, struggle. like DC universe, right. like universes, right? Yeah. So once you get that cohesiveness, once you can kind of get on the same plan, okay, here's what we're gonna start in seven. Now I have a little say in eight. This is what I want to. I just want to see a little bit of this. Mm-hmm. That way in nine I can carry on here. I agree. I, I think that's best case scenario for Star Wars. I agree. So. Um, another kind of question, just uh, this is all speculative, but uh, what do you, so the, the, the statement said that they mutually agreed to part ways because their visions for the project differed. So my question is, what do you think Lucas's, Lucasfilm's vision was compared to Trevorrow's right. vision? What, so what do you think they could not agree with on? With zero information and just taking a complete shot yeah. in the dark here, if I had to guess, um, who, who was the guy that dropped out? Do you know his name? Uh, the director that was let go or whatever F- for episode nine. Yeah, Colin Trevorrow. Trevorrow. Yeah, my guess would be he wanted to go probably a little bit darker than Lucasfilm would have liked. See, okay, I'm because Abrams isn't a super dark guy. He did a lot with Star Trek. Uh-huh. Neither of those series are really known for their darkness. Okay, now, we both talked about how we loved Rogue One. Yeah. And Rogue One was dark. 
I'm guessing he wanted to take it to the oh, next, next level. level. And okay. I, I would think Lucasfilm, still part of Disney, yeah, probably wanted to tie it back just a little bit, end the last episode on a more positive note than a dark note. You know what? Thinking about it, I like your take better. I was going to say kind of the opposite. I was thinking maybe he wanted to throw a little bit too much comedy in it okay. because I have noticed that they like to throw little little comedic points. Droid comedy, exactly. comedy is good. Exactly. And but I do think your take is probably better. That that probably is what happened. I personally like dark movies. No, I do too. And I do but too. Star Wars is is a different brand, right. and you got to do it right. Right. Um. And it, it's it's not a kids movie, but it is a kids movie. Right. Like, and you have to think of it from this way too. They have the rights to Star Wars. Listen, they're going to make more movies. Don't think Episode Nine is going to oh, be yeah. the last one. I can. I don't want to say I can guarantee because I want another trilogy. Right. But I could see another trilogy so coming. So think of it from this standpoint, too. Don't leave it in a place where you can't pick it up and run. Oh, yeah. It. I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, hopefully. I, I I just love talking Star Wars. I love speculating. I love um, all the theories. And we're going to have a it. ton of Star Wars talk. We'll have to yes. come up with some some cool segments or some cool ideas um, for Star Wars. Yeah, because... Up to because, honestly, December. Screen Rant, I love, I love Screen Rant, but Screen Rant is... Is great, but on the same hand, it 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 speculates a lot. Yes, it speculates a lot, and then it gives you. I don't want to say spoilers, but you're like it tells you something, and you're like, "Damn, I I wish I wouldn't have known that. I want it to be surprised." So I'm sure we'll get a lot of little tidbits and news now to December. Yeah. Um. So we'll have we'll have to think of something. Star Wars fans, stay tuned. We got a lot coming for Star Wars. Hell yeah. Um. So. What, what so what what do you want JJ specifically to do? I mean, do you want to make it open ended? Do you want him to um, so have kinda, an epic lightsaber right. battle in the end? Like well, what 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 specifically do you want him to do uh, to save the day? Per I'm, se? So I'm not going to go into specifics because we don't know Last Jedi, right? Yeah, but I'm, be go- I'm going to say I'm going to kind of echo what my last point was. Okay, leave us in a place where we have some sense of feeling of finality sure but not total completion does that make sense yes leave it in a place where we know how we 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 know or we have a very good idea of how it ended but we also know that ain't it yeah i like to think about i mean i'll bring it around this way and compare it i i think about that point right there the same with like albums like i i like to feel like like satisfied but you're like oh my I want more. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that was so good, but I still want more. I want to know more. You know, I think that would that's probably what they need to do like, with this. Th- like, this is how uh, Harry Potter was really good, the last one. Yeah. Voldemort's defeated. Okay. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, cool, story's over. And then what do they do? They bring in a new generation with mm-hmm. fantastic beasts and, yep. yeah, and stuff. So yep. leave, leave us room for a little bit more. Sure. All right, moving on to our next movie point, Gavin O'Connor, the director from The Accountant. Did you see The Accountant? I did not. I've heard it's not that good. Ben Affleck? It I is enjoyed Ben Affleck. It. I enjoyed oh, you, it. Did, you, you watched it? I, yeah, okay. I, I enjoyed it. It's very dark. Um, and they're already, they're already moving forward with, with a two. sequel, and right. I believe this Gavin O'Connor is attached to it, okay. um, if I am I correct. thought it was. I, it, it's, it's, I haven't seen it. I right, just heard it's it not like get a, very good reviews. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to be an Oscar nom yeah. or anything like that, but it, it's a it's a good one-time watch. Okay, okay. 
Yeah, but this uh, this Gavin O'Connor, he has signed on to write and direct Suicide Squad 2. Uh, he beat out Mel Gibson, Jonathan Levine, Ruben Fleisker, and all these other dudes on the short list. Uh, Mel Gibson really point is kind of a weird name. Um, yeah, Mel Gibson's... Uh, yeah. I was I, surprised I, that he made the short list yeah, for that. That's an interesting I'll, I'll pick. I'll say this... Um, the, the account is really dark, mm-hmm. so if they want to take Suicide Squad into a really dark place, I think they're in good hands. Okay. Hold that thought. I, I want to get back to that. I, let me, I just want to say these few little tidbits. Um, this sequel is apparently top priority for Warner Brothers and DC. Um, I also saw something on Twitter that Margot Robbie, who is obviously Harley Quinn in Suicide Squad. Uh, she told the publication The Wrap at, uh, Tor- at the Toronto International Film Fest that she thinks she'll be back in the fishnets next year. When asked if it would be for the Joker and Harley Quinn spinoff, she said, your, good- your guess is as good as mine. This is interesting mm-hmm. to me um, because... We obviously have the Suicide Squad 2. We have this talk of Joker Harley Quinn spinoff, and she doesn't even know what's coming next. So, And we have talked about a whole other Joker spinoff. Exactly. It's, it's fucked up and it's messy. Um, so going back to your point, my question is, what does Suicide Squad 2 have to do to work right. for you? I know what it has to do for me. Let me, okay. let me throw this out, and I want to see what you think. There, there have been talks that they want Suicide Squad two to be rated R, and I think that would be perfect. perfect. You said, you said it'd be dark. He is a dark dude when it comes to the accountant, and it, it had the it would have the possibility to be dark with a rated R movie. Do you think that would be good for yeah. Suicide Squad two? Be- best case scenario, I think we probably both agree. The first one was very popcorny. Yes. Uh, I wasn't. It wasn't the worst movie. It was entertaining. I've ever seen. Yeah, it was entertaining. It, it, it was okay. It, it was a solid superhero movie. I yeah, guess. it was all right. Um, but they have the cast. They have the characters yes. in play to make it really good. Make they have it dark. an A-list cast. Make it dark. Yes. That I will say, um, um, Blake Kanaw's name, the Joker. Jared Leto. Jared Leto, thank you. He has potential to be, I think, even darker than Heath Ledger. Damn. Just like by the way he looks, that's deep. I, I think he's a like a scary looking he's, Joker. It's a it's a, it, it's an interesting Joker because he's kind of a new age gangster Joker. Right. He has tats. He drives a Lamborghini. Um, he, he wears suits. Lab. He's got the yeah. grill. I mean, he I has think, potential. I think he has potential to be super dark. I think Harley Quinn got that little bit of psycho in. Her. Oh yeah, could be real dark. I think I don't know. You said it's kind of popcorny. I think there there's a way to make it kind of comic book esque right. and still make it dark. Right. No, and I, I think agree. with a rated R movie, with a rated R stamp at least, you can do that. Right. It would just have it, to be it done gives you, perfectly. It gives you more options. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. But I think we both agree. Go darker. There. Go go darker. Um, so yeah, I would. I think what they have to do to make it more successful is make it rated R. We've seen we've seen the success it could have. Say Deadpool, say Logan. Right. You know, we know that a rated R superhero comic movie can do numbers. I think Suicide Squad two would be perfect for that. It's a villain based movie. Give it the rated R stamp, and Here's I think thing, you'd be on the way. Give it the rated R stamp and have it fall somewhere between a real rated R movie and a PG thirteen movie. Yeah, it doesn't have. We're not saying it has to say fuck, 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 yeah. and have a bunch of pe- bloody deaths and yeah. all that stuff. Just put it in. Put it in the middle there. I 
I like that. I would like that. Um, yeah. So I, I this is kind of going along with our other question. I put, uh, do you think this what? Do you think this next the sequel has potential to be a hit? And then I asked, do you consider the first Suicide Squad a hit? Well, it won an Oscar. No, I'm kidding. Well, it, it did <laughs> for like, what costume makeup or, makeup, or co- yeah. costumes, some shit. Uh, That's funny. okay. Do I think the first one was a hit? Um, sort of. Yeah. What do I think it has has to do to become it? Uh, what do I think that number two has to do to become a hit? I let's say it, let's say this that is a I'm hit going. on the level of Wonder Woman. Oh well, then no, absolutely not. No, I'm saying what it has to do to become oh, that. So Go what? Ahead. What are the steps to yeah. get there? All right, ready? Ready. Just, well, there's a ton of steps, but <laughs> number, DC has a lot. <laughs> right. So, but number one is to keep the same cast. Yes, please, for the love okay, of God. You, gotta, you have to have Will Smith back. It pretty much sounds like you got Jared Leto back. Pretty much sounds like you got uh, Margot Robbie. Yep, Margot Robbie. Um, is I think Viola da- Viola Davis. Yep, is she? She's kind of the. She didn't die. She's like the, the end, glue. Right? No, right. no, so she didn't have her back. Keep the cast the same. Okay. Now that's pretty much all you can do. Give it a rated R stamp. Okay. The next steps are every other DC movie has to be successful. Hmm. Every other DC movie has to do a job. And then what you can do is find a way to tie those and sprinkle them throughout into Suicide yeah. Squad 2. Find a way to sprinkle in Wonder Woman. Yeah. Maybe she makes an appearance in the movie. Maybe Batman's back in it. I don't know. Hollywood needs to fucking hire us. That's all I'm saying. Right. But you got you to gotta find a way. I agree. You, you have to start planning now. Okay. Maybe in this one, Harley Quinn makes an appearance in Aquaman. I, you know, I'm just throwing some yeah. shit out there. Yeah. In Aquaman. Just a small one or something. Yeah. Okay, so now how can we tie him back into Suicide Even like, too? Even just like Make saying her interconnect. name. Interconnect. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. I agree with that. It, you know what? Copy what Marvel did. Yeah. They gave you the blueprint of how to be successful. Exactly. You know what? A lot of people make you don't a shit have ton to, of money you don't off knockoff ru- brand stuff. Yeah, you don't have to rush to get to their level. Right. Take your time and try and do it as good, if not better. Here's my question. If you throw a ball 80 yards for a touchdown on one play... Great, you scored a touchdown. If you take ten plays, go three yards at a time. Guess what? If you get in the end zone, it's still a fucking touchdown. That's a beautiful analogy. I like it. Um, let me say one more thing on the Suicide Squad. What are your uh, what's your take on people who say like the casting of Will Smith as I think Deadshot, 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 Deadeye, whatever, uh, is a bad move because people see him and they don't see Deadshot. They see Will I, Smith. I think it's fair. I think, but now that you did it. Now that he is right, him, you got to keep. You got to keep him. I'm I, just saying. I, I, do thought, you agree I think with that's that a not? fair critique. Um, I would have said, if you're going to get someone like Will Smith, it's got to be more than just a weird character that no one's probably really ever heard of. Yeah, and I mean the the core comic book geeks, right. I they they right. probably know him. People like us, I don't really know that character, right. but um, I think just in that. In that first Suicide Squad, I think he has the potential to be a very deep character. Oh, yeah. He has the daughter. He has he kind of the morals. He seems to be very torn between yes. good and bad. Yes. So, yeah. so I think you, I don't want to say you, he Gets could get his own movie, right. but I think he could be a main villain in, say, a Batman movie or something along those lines. Uh, so there could be something there. Who knows? All right. Uh, let's move on. Um, 
this can be kind of short and sweet. Uh, Jordan Pill and Spike Lee will team up for a movie about a black cop who infiltrates the KKK. This film is reportedly called The Black Klansman, and it will star Denzel Washington's son and the actor from Ballers, the HBO series. His name is John David Washington. He's actually a very good actor. Um, just based on that show, uh, the film is an adaption of a memoir by Ron Stallworth, a detective who successfully infiltrated a local Colorado Springs KKK chapter in the late 1970s. Uh, Stallworth not only gained membership, but also became the head of that chapter. Uh, so he it's cool. Black. Yeah. So <laughs> kind of crazy. Bro, how is this? Okay, not I think it's a true about, story, though. No, but does this not remind you of the Chappelle skit? Yes, it does. <laughs> yeah, that's this is all I can imagine was this man was blind. That's hilarious. Sorry, keep going. no, that's okay. Um, so my my question to you with this is Spike Lee's last movie, Chirac, sucked ass. I saw it, not Nick good at Cannon, all. Right? Huh? Nick Cannon was in that one. Nick there. Cannon was in it. It was like a, I don't want to say a musical, but every fucking word rhymed in the movie. And then they tried to make it about. They tried to make it deeper than what it really was, and then they made it about sex. It was fucking... It was so off. It was so weird. Um, and then Jordan Peele's first movie and his latest movie, Get Out, was awesome. We saw it. We reviewed it. We loved it. Um, so where do you think that this one will fall? I love, love, love this idea. I, I do, this, too. I think this has a potential to be really freaking good. Um you know, everybody that makes movies, you're going to have a bad one. Yeah. Um, but Spike Lee's also done his fair share of brilliant work. So, Hell yeah. Um, you get you get Spike, who's got, um, you know... Kind of, uh, I don't want to say the older crowd, but kind of right. the people who he has along with him. Right. And he's got... But he's got that expertise. Yeah. Um, and know. then that new age. Right. With Jordan so Peele. You, you combine them. Um, I think Jordan, Jordan Peele, Peele showed that he can do... Very racy stuff. He can stay. He stays woke. Right. This could be a woke movie. Right. So I, I think this has all the potential to be just an unbelievable film. Uh, I'm really excited for it. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know any information on like when it's going to start production right, or yeah. when it'll come out. But uh, yeah, I think this this definitely has potential to be very good. I I am a big true story guy. I oh, love yeah, no, love we both true are. stories. We both are. Uh, so. Hopefully they do it right, and hopefully it's it's good. Um, one last little movie tidbit before I want to I want to talk some Big Brother with you, if that's cool. Yeah. Um, so I don't have this on the docket, but I I saw this right before I got on here. Leo DiCaprio wants to play Stan Lee in a biopic, according to Stan Lee himself. Would this work, and would you like it? Stan Stan Lee, the Marvel guy. He wants to play him in a biopic. What do you think? I don't know. No? I don't know. I think it could be kind of cool. I don't know. No? All right. Maybe. Maybe. It'd have to be done right. I feel like it'd have to be kind of funny, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. All right. uh, Let's talk some Big Brother. Yes, Uh, sir. I've got you on the Big Brother bandwagon now, I think. Um, and it's getting down to the nitty gritty. We haven't talked. We didn't talk it last podcast. So let's break it down here. Um, so I think we are in final five now. Yes. Um, as of today. And uh, honestly, the big thing is Paul's dominance. Yeah. He's the vet from last that, year. I think that's been the common theme throughout. Oh, hell yeah. The whole he has show. run the show. Uh, he has not gone up, gone up on the block once, but he Survived has. Two double evictions now. Yes. And he has mastermind literally every eviction. Yeah. Honestly, he single-handedly got Jason out. Yeah. 
but the okay, so I have I have a lot of thoughts. I went rant mode on my last Big Brother breakdown video. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. Uh, but well, maybe for the finale, you're gonna have to get me on the. That'd be funny. The BB breakdown. Yeah, I'd be all right with that. I'd be cool with that. Um, but here's my thing that I was so confused about. My mom actually had a really good point, and I'll tell you that point after I say this. But so the the double eviction happens. They get Jason out. Right. And then he Paul goes over to Josh. Josh is crying because Jason is kind of a friend of of his, and he he felt bad about the whole situation. Jason was not happy. I, I felt bad. Jason is a good dude. He's an Iowa guy. He was actually he he wasn't. I didn't think very much of him throughout most of the season, but towards the end, he showed as a really strong player. Yeah, he was a good player. He's I mean, very social. He he was social. Was I don't think his head was always in the game. Like yeah. like. I don't think he thought about like what right. this will how he this was will banking on Alex affect that him for exactly the most part. exactly. But he was a good competitor when it came to comps, right? Um, but anyway, so Jason gets the boot, and then Paul goes over to Josh, who's crying, right. and he's like, he's like, oh my god, if that would have been me, it was I about to get backdoored? If that was going to be the plan? And later on the next episode, we found out that that was all calculated. And they're like, we need to fight. Right. That was my first thought when I saw it. Well, I was just like, what the hell is going on? Because the only confusion I have on it, and I'm sorry I cut you off. No, it's okay. Was I don't understand what Josh gets to gain from it. Yeah. No, I don't. I yeah. Well, that's the thing, and he, that's why he's kind of getting he's it in his head. He's yeah. starting to get suspicious and be like, but at this Paul point, it's hasn't really too late. I, that's true. Um, anyway, so Jason goes out and then all the shit happens. Alex wins, uh, HOH and then Josh wins the POV. But in doing so, Alex almost won that POV and Paul was rooting the whole time for Alex. And at that point we didn't know that it was all calculated, but if I were Josh or Christmas, I mean, I don't think Christmas was really in on the plan. Why does why did they not blow his game up? Obviously, we know now that it was calculated. Right. But I'm yeah, just like, I mean, how do these people blindly trust this guy so now much? Now it's not even blindly trust. It's like he's manipulated. Oh yeah, I mean, totally. He is. He's brainwashed him. Yeah, he, it, really, he really has. has. And I I just don't get it. And then um, Josh, he won the next Hoh after the double eviction. And uh, who did he put up? I, I'm Alex blanking on this. Kevin. Alex and Kevin. Yeah. So he's getting the idea. He's like, because basically Paul is making all these master plans and he's not taking any heat. He's not getting any blood in his hands. And honestly, if they're smart, they're like, you have to play the part. Like you have to either go up or you have to, you personally have to draw the line in the sand. Right. Um, But they're like, Paul's making it. So Paul's making it. So like, the eviction will come down to a tie, the vote, and basically it's up to the HOH to get the blood on their hands. Right. And Paul's not getting any blood on his hands. That's the thing that's crazy. No, nobody's putting any pushback or they just blindly trust the guy, and it's insane to me. Like I try to think about, I try to think about myself in the house because I try to get on the show, right. and I want to still get on the show in the future. And I'd like to think I, I do think I'd probably be manipulated by Paul a little, but in the back of my head, I would constantly be thinking, "This man hasn't been on the block. This man has won. This man is killing it." Like I, in the back of my head, I'd be like, 
The one, he's running the show. Right. And the I want him out. One thing that I wonder is it's got to be one of two things. Either when you're in the house, it goes by so fast that you almost feel like it's happening so fast you don't even like really put it together. That and you want to go with the power to save yourself. Right. That's probably not what even I think. that. But maybe some of it is you just miss some of it. Sure. You don't, okay. You're not you're not so fully solely focused on who's running the house as much as you're just trying to get through day to day stuff. Yeah. Or the other option I think of is this man is in their ear maybe so much so constantly, and that like eventually his ideas start to make sense to them because he's just, I mean, it's like that what Pavlovian dog theory where, like, yeah. you make a sound and then you give a dog a treat and then the water, their mouth waters. Sure, shit, sure. Where, like, he's just constantly feeding them this that they eventually start to believe it or think, you know, it's even their idea, uh-huh. right? So I, I don't know, yeah. but something's happening there. Oh, yeah. I mean, because this man is walking all over. Oh, it's, it's insane to me. So let me tell you what my mom... Uh, said because we're, my my whole family are we're all diehard Big Brother fans. We've been for a long time, uh, and she told me this after my Big Brother breakdown. So obviously it wasn't in. I was a little butthurt by that, but um, she claims that because really, if I were to ask you where where does his true alliance lie? Is it with Christmas and Josh, or is it with Alex? I think it's really, really, we don't know. Right. Really, we I, don't if know. I had to guess Christmas and Josh because okay. he knows he can beat them. All right. Here's here's my mom's theory. And I, I think this holds true. And I could see him actually coming out and saying this. I think he is using both of them to go further in the game. Right. I think obvi- obviously we know that he's not getting any blood in his hands. Here's the here's the kicker for me. Why the hell didn't he get Kevin out? When he could have gotten him out over Raven. They got Raven out. Here's my mom's theory. She thinks, and now I think, I think this is a really good point, that his true alliance lies with Kevin because he wants to take Kevin to the end because Kevin can't, he hasn't won anything. Right. Raven, if Raven hasn't won shit either, but she's if she's come he, close a couple she's times, she's come close. She's come second in a bunch of comps. But, and this is a dick thing to say, but if, she, if he were to take, Raven to the end, she more than likely would have gotten the sympathy vote. That and she's guaranteed Matt. Yep. Okay. She has some numbers in the she, jury. She 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 at one point was close with Cody and Jessica, Jessica's eyes on and Mark and Elena. Yeah. I mean, that's potentially four votes. Yes. Yeah. And this this jury out of a lot of juries, like I'd like to think that they look at strictly Respect, gameplay right. and all that, but th- there's a lot of uh, butthurtness. Yeah. yeah, a lot of butthurtness in this jury. I could see him voting with emotion. But um, anyway, so my mom's is my mom's saying that she thinks that he's going to take Kevin to the end because Kevin can't argue and say I haven't won anything. I really have no strategy. Whereas Christmas or Josh. They could say they can make. I'm not saying it's going to be a good argument, right. but they can make a argument. Yeah. No. Where, yeah, whereas no, I, Alex could too, and Alex, I think, is the second best player in the house. So oh yeah, I'm far. thinking that he's going to dump them, and shit's going to hit the fan, and people are going to be pissed. But I think that I he's think thinking Kevin's going to the end. Move. I think so too. I mean, do you think that happens or? Well, I mean, it's too. It's hard to say. Hell, yeah. It's hard to say. I don't know. I mean, I think that's the best gameplay for him. I think that guarantees him what half a million dollars. Yeah. I mean, that's in the bag. And Who's he, voting for Kevin there? Yeah. And here's the thing. 
Honestly, at this, at this point, it'd honestly be a damn shame if Paul if didn't win. win. Yeah. Because the man has played. I, I know you're not like a diehard fan. You don't really know these people. But Derek, he's my all-time favorite. The, he didn't ever. When, it was his season, I think, two or three years ago. And throughout the whole season, he didn't even get on the block. And he, he was more like cool about it. And he was more low-key about it. Paul's kind of playing a ballsy game. Um, but Derek won. I think if Paul wins, he'd be on the same level as Derek and say a Vanessa. She didn't win her season, but she was a damn good player. Uh, Dan Giesling, who was in the, uh, Revengers trailer. I don't know if you saw that one. Uh, but the man has played an all-time game, and at this point, if he doesn't win, it'd be a damn shame. So, no, I agree with part you. of me kind of wants him to win. I'm not saying he's my favorite, but I will say, the dude has played a good ass game. Towards the beginning of the game, I my prediction prediction my prediction was Alex. Alex, remember, okay. Remember at the if she if she gets past this week, then I think she has a good shot. It'll be tough for her. Honestly, the best move for Josh's game. And I'm saying I want Josh to win. Josh has grown on me this much, but I think for his game, I think he has to backdoor Paul. He has to. But I don't think he has the balls to do that. We'll see, though. We'll see. Um, So, yeah, I'm I'm glad I got you on the Big Brother train, though. I actually wanted to ask you a question. So they announced Celebrity Big Brother. Yes. Oh, I I forgot to say that. Give me one celebrity you would want in that house. Okay, so I was watching uh, Jessica, who got evicted, her little Instagram live one one day. And uh, people were asking her that same question. And uh, she threw out Ariana Grande because Frankie Grande has been on. I don't think they're going to get that type of celebrity. That's that's to top tier. Okay, I think so they're give, give me like who you would want to see and maybe who you okay. think are realistic. Who I'd want to see. <sighs> That's tough. I mean, I <laughs> I have a shit ton of people I could say. Kendrick Lamar, Eminem, but <sighs> Chad Ochocinco. I feel like he'd be hilarious Ochocinco. in the house. Um, who I'd want to see him, who I think we're going to see. I think we're going to get like Dancing of the Stars level celebrities. Like, like, like C-list. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we're, we're going to get a-list celebrities giving up their social media and their pro their pub for 80 days to be in a Big Brother house. I hope we do. That'd be fun and cool, but I just don't think it's gonna go that way. But um, so I think we're gonna get those type of celebrities. Yeah, I, no, I don't have I, a, I, I don't have a I name on, for yeah, you, but I agree. I just wanted to see you. You agree with that? So yeah. I know, like to me, the one guy that I think would be really cool in the house that would be my like pipe dream would be Justin Timberlake. <laughs> That'd be cool. Just because I feel like he would be really good at the social aspect. Probably could be pretty decent at the physical. Yeah. Like, I think he would be really actually like a pretty decent big brother player. The, the thing is with celebrities, they all are social. Yeah. Like, they're all going to be have a good social game. Part, For some, the most part. You probably have some uh, introverts yeah. that are kind of weird and quirky yeah. but for the most part you see a celebrity and think, most likely when a camera comes on they're they're they shine yeah you talked so it'll about, be interesting you talked about chad ochocinco let me stick it with the same league same position t.o i know and i i was thinking that one too t.o need to get on that hall of fame plug, I th- so. he he's been on or he might be on the new season of dancing with the yeah, stars I think so so maybe maybe i don't know but I, i'm hoping we get an okay couple, type yeah. celebrity. Just um, let us know who 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 these people like. Like, don't throw out. Oh, here's our list, and we have to go Google half these people. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I I hope we at least have heard about, of oh, here we go. The, the people. Jared from Subway. <laughs> oh, 
the comeback. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know about that one. In the Big Brother house. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, what um, if it was Big Brother house and it was just prison? Yeah, uh, I've seen. If you click, you, obviously you know Twitter. If you click on the Celebrity Big Brother hashtag, I've seen some predictions. I, I saw like a, a YouTube star. I don't even know the dude's name, but. Hopefully you don't get people like that. Yeah. I feel like we probably will, but yeah. who knows? Maybe they'll throw in like uh, an actual Big Brother player, like as a twist or something. And so, who yeah. knows? There there isn't a, an actual start date. There isn't yeah. a list of celebrities yet. Um, so when we get that, we will give that to you. Um, but yeah, that'll that'll be fun. I'm glad you brought that up. I forgot to say that. But uh, all right, uh, not a lot of music news. Uh, let's throw in some random conversation. Uh, to start, because really there isn't any music news. I had to dig for some. Uh, so today the Apple event took place. Um, I would I, I sat and watched most the of the whole event. I'm like a degenerate. Um, just because don't you work? I'm um, not really. No YOLO. Uh, yeah. So we have the announcement of the Apple Watch three. We have the announcement of the 4K Apple TV, the iPhone eight, and the iPhone X. AKA the iPhone 10. I think it's for the 10th anniversary, maybe. I don't really know. Um, so, obviously, you're on social media, so I'm assuming you have seen and heard about this now mm-hmm. by now. Um, first, we're, we're both Apple Watch guys. Um, and iPhone guys. And iPhone guys. I'm a Mac guy. I love I have Apple. A Mac, yeah. I, I love Apple. I'm an Apple guy. Um, yeah, so. The Apple Watch 3 series sounds awesome to me. So I didn't read much about the watch. So the cool part about this one is it has cell it has cell cellular devi- it has a cellular oh device God. in it. I don't know. Please Trey, please explain this to me. Yeah. Come so, on, baby. So ba- Give ba- it to me. Basically, you can go on a run and leave your phone and make a call from so you your watch. Like, you get like service. Yeah. It, that's kind of cool to me though. Yeah. Like is the future just straight watches? Do we go away from phones eventually? I just think that's cool. I think also the the cool thing about that is the price isn't god through the roof. It's four hundred th- bucks. Four hundred bucks. I mean, I think the TV is pretty cheap too, actually. Yeah, and that's the most expensive one. Uh, yeah, I think I, the the I have an Apple Watch one, and it was in the three hundred range. Yeah. I think so. It really hasn't gone up a shit ton. So uh, the Apple Watch three series could be cool. I'm not an Apple TV guy, but if I were a streaming guy, I probably would consider Apple TV. Um, really, Smart TVs are pretty cool. Yeah, really. The only the only improvement on that, I think, is the 4K yeah. HD. Whoop de doo, pretty cool. Um, $199 for 64 gigs. Pretty cool. Um, let's get into the phone talk, though. Hold up. Hold up. Okay. Whoa. Whoa. Trey. Whoa. I have this. I probably even should, shouldn't share this. Okay. I have a multi-billion dollar idea. All right. Well, are you sure you want to no, tell it to not. the world? Yeah. Okay. You're not going to tell anybody. Thinking about this. There. Yeah. This is circle of trust. Yes. 4K TVs, you know how they have like apps like HBO and stuff yeah. where you don't need it. You can just go click on it. Mm-hmm. What if Apple TV teamed up with like PlayStation? Instead of having to go buy a PlayStation console, you're just able to download an app and then you could like buy Play. The games within the apps. Yeah. I'm honestly surprised. Do you know how genius that would be? Oh, yeah. Be? Because then you don't have to go buy a clunky ass thing. You don't have yeah. to worry about game scratches or anything like that. 
Yeah, it'd be it'd be tough, like the whole like rights to it and shit. But that I could see the future going to something like we that. Come up. We'll have our people drop some business plans. Yeah, what are we gonna call it? We PlayStation to- for Apple TV. Who the fuck cares? Okay, cool. No, I, no, I, I do. I call it retirement <laughs> for real. I do like that idea. I think I could see it going to that, but um, yeah, interesting. So the phones here. This this is kind of. I don't want to say funny to me, but compelling a little bit. So we got the iPhone 8. Really the only thing going for it, once you know the next thing I'm about to tell you, is the wireless charging. Uh, if you have an Apple Watch. If you have an is Apple Watch. shatterproof, right? The screen? I heard it's glass. Is that the 8 or the 10? Isn't one of them shatterproof? The 10 might be. I, I, think, I think the iPhone 8 is glass, which, I mean, that's shitty for you but uh so yeah it has wireless charging which is cool because if you have an apple watch this the shit charges in like 10 minutes yeah. it's pretty awesome but then you have the iphone 10 and you have an emojis you have face id you have a full screen all the way to the edge you have vr compatible wireless charging you have all this so, shit so iphone x is for big ballers big baller brand yeah. type iPhone apple iphone is minor leagues yes my my whole, my whole thing with this is, if you know that the yeah. iPhone 10 is out there, why the hell are you going to get an eight? You're getting an outdated phone right off the bat. That's yeah. just that's just me. Um, the face scan thing for me, it's not essential, but it's kind of a it's cool, cool. It's a cool Give thing. It or leave it. They'll be selling it to the government. Blah blah blah. <laughs> the feds are watching for sure. Um, yeah, the iPhone 10 looks dope as hell. Uh, I hope I can cough up a pretty penny and cop it because that shit looks lit. Um, anything else that popped out to you on, on this? Not particularly. Not particularly. Okay. So you're going to stick with your, do you have a seven, six, seven? Whatever the newest one is. Seven. seven. Yeah. All right. The big boy one. Cool. Lit, lit. All right. Um, do you want to get into your little political funny minute or? Is that it? Are we done? Well, so I'll Let's just, just touch on music. I'll touch on quickly. touch on music. It doesn't have to be more than two minutes. We can uh, move some of it to ne- next podcast. Yeah, uh, Eminem, we should also do. Let's do a tour poll if we should be doing weekly or biweekly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For the true fans out there, if you want weekly podcasts or biweekly podcasts, we've been going on the biweekly grind. A uh, little bit the, longer episodes. Yeah, longer episodes. The uh, the benefit with bi-weekly is we compile a little bit more yeah, information more and we're, we're able to talk about a little bit more um, with a weekly one. Weekly is more in-depth. Yeah, weekly we would have to cut some stuff. We'd have to make it uh, a little shorter and we'd have to make it a little more segment-oriented. I feel, I feel like we, would, we couldn't sit here and talk sports for half an hour, movies for half an hour, and yeah. you know what I mean? So... Yeah, I like that idea. Twitter poll, if you uh, are out there and you listen an hour and 18 minutes in, those are the real fans. Vote and, uh, yeah, tell us if you want weekly or biweekly. Uh, but music, this is this kind of ties into uh, movies a little bit. So uh, Eminem and Dr. Dre reportedly have new music on the bodied soundtrack. Bodied is a rap battle movie produced by Eminem and the other producers from 8 Mile. Um First of all, are you interested in this movie? Since Eminem's on it, I'll be there. Same. Um, when I first saw the like mini teaser, I was like, 
this has potential to be corny. Yeah, no, it looks but, pretty bad. Yeah, but <laughs> I have heard good things at the. It, it, it's making a run at the Toronto International Film Fest, and I, I've heard some fairly good things. So, um, who knows? It could, it could be cool. I'll give it a watch. Uh, I still have that shitty ass Eminem app game on my phone downloaded. Do you? I had to delete that I, shit. I refused bro. to delete it just so I could support my guy in. I I like that. I respect that. Um, this is kind of a a question that I probably know the answer to. But would you be content with Eminem strictly putting out new music just on the soundtrack? No Eminem new album. No. Would you be butthurt? Yes. I would be butthurt as hell. Um, real question is when the hell are we going to get any concrete info about this damn new Eminem album? Never. We've been getting little tidbits. Never. Dude. I'd be okay with that. If you just surprise drop it on me this Friday, I would jizz in my pants and I'd be Go ahead and drop it tomorrow, man. Fuck. That'd be so lit and I'd be so pumped. Uh, really, that's the only uh, sport or, excuse me, music music, music news. All right, let's let's get into the political, political minute. minute. Ah, this All shit's right. comedy. This is. This isn't even political. This no, is this is, is a, hilarious. This is a public service announcement, <laughs> a PSA. If. And really, this should be for everybody. <laughs> but if you have name recognition, if people know who you are, even more specifically, if you have ran for president in the last 365 <laughs> days, don't watch porn on Twitter. <laughs> and if you do, don't like it. Sure as hell don't <laughs> like it. But if you're a normal sh- Joe Schmo, don't like it and on you know Twitter. What? Fuck it. If you're going to like it, retweet that shit. Like, <laughs> Might yeah. as well say fuck it. Yeah. My wife's ugly. I was beating it to this. Couldn't help it. Yeah, dude. God damn. And this man is like the most Christian values, Bible loving, son of a, like, you know, just everything. Like, probably doesn't say cuss word. Mm-hmm. And he's out here watching. Was it Brazzers? Was it Bang Bros? I don't even know. Yeah. Looked like a secretary getting banged by her boss. (laughs) So that only makes me think of one thing, Mr. Cruz. (laughs) Yo, Ted, you banging your your secretary? Yeah. Come on, Ted. But the worst part about this is I'm pretty sure he came out and he said it was a staffer error. Intern. God. Intern. Be a fucking man. Like, everyone watches porn. Everybody jerks it. Like, fucking be a man and say, yeah, that was some good-ass porn. Listen. (laughs) It was like 3 a.m., I was horny. <laughs> Heidi had gone to sleep. <laughs> Went to the bathroom. Rubbed one out. No shame. No shame. Did I mean to like it? No. <laughs> did I have a mini heart attack when I did? Yes. Do I not know how Twitter works? Correct. <laughs> Dude, just own it. What would you have done if he did own up? I would have fucking laughed my ass off. I don't know. Off. I mean, I'll be honest, not a Ted Cruz fan. Yeah. He would have gained a fan that day. Maybe not a fan, but a follower. But a follower. I would have been following him just to watch his follow or his likes because he'd probably been liking more shit. <laughs> best part best part about the whole thing is the uh, porn account or whatever. They commented back at him, and they're like, thanks for watching, Ted. <laughs> <laughs> I did not see that. All-time boss move right there. Yes. Listen, I'm not going to name names, but this happened to a good friend of mine, Chase. Um <laughs> Where I had to explain to him that how likes, the hell do you like it? Likes are now public. Well, he thought he could just like it. Nobody would see it. He'd Why the back. hell would you like he it? He said he wanted to come back to it at a later point because <laughs> he didn't really watch it because he was busy at the moment that he liked it. Oh, so ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> don't like porn on Twitter. Go to Safari, hit the private, private at the down. bottom, and do your business. Don't put it on Twitter. God and damn. that is my political minute. 
political minute. I'm telling you, private tab is a beautiful thing. I don't know why people don't like utilize it. it. Don't really work. It's probably one of those weird things that like we just use Think for like works? our. It's like a mental, yeah. you know. Okay, yeah, yeah, we're safe. But even even so, like but it's at least than fucking on Twitter. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. This God man gonna be it. putting up home movies soon. Be uh, like, oh, hey, cloud hack. And and next Rapping. thing, and next thing we know. Ted Cruz drops out of politics and goes into the porn yeah, business. That's, ooh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to say this. Sex has ruined a lot of politicians. Uh, good times. Good. Anyways. That was a fun segment. I like that one. All right. Uh, I think that, that concludes this podcast. Um, we've touched on a lot. Uh, yeah, you are listening to Are You Entertained? I am Trey Alessio, the dawn of entertainment, alongside Brandon Ogden, the consigliere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we out. Stay safe.